welcome and thanks for tuning in to Real People, Real Talk. Relevant conversations that take you from surviving to thriving. This is the podcast that goes there. My name is Paul Calco and I'm your host. Now let's talk. Hello, Thriver, and thank you so much for tuning in today. As this is the day that the Lord has made, let us rejoice and be glad they're in it. Listen here, don't let no one or no thing steal your joy. The world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. This is just a friendly reminder that this month, May, is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I just wanted to bring you some practical, Christ-centered conversations about mental health and what does it look like to prioritize it. So if you haven't yet, go back and listen to the last episode about prioritizing your mental health that we released last week. But this episode today is called, as you already saw, Treat Yourself. It's all about self-care. As I believe that self-care is the best care. All right. But before we get to the content at hand, I just want to say that next week, Real People, Real Talk, we will celebrate our one year podcast anniversary. That will be episode 76. And thank you so much for listening. Whether you've been listening since day one or you just started today or anywhere in between, I thank you. And on that episode, I'm going to be sharing some milestones that we hit, some updates moving forward, and a motivational message called Start Small, But Start Now. You know, as I'll be, you know, just share my journey with you and also what God can do when you just give him your yes. Now, I am super close to a couple of milestones, and I do ask if you enjoy this episode, and if you have been enjoying this podcast would you send this link, the link to this podcast to a few friends today and invite them to check out this podcast and to take a listen and thank you in advance. But to the content at hand, or as I like to say, but now let's talk. I have three goals for this episode. Number one, I'm going to provide a spiritual foundation for self-care. And then secondly, I'm going to share my personal self-care routine and plan and thirdly, I'm going to share some ideas from some of my dear Facebook friends, thus offering you some ideas that you can try out for yourself. So this episode is designed to help you to thrive mentally and emotionally. OK, so in Matthew chapter 22, a lawyer walks up to Jesus and says, teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like this. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Now, from this passage of scripture, we get what is called the great commandments. That is to love God and to love others. But when you zoom in on verse 39, you will see the phrase love your neighbor as yourself. I've said this before, but a lot of times when we go over the great commandments, we say love God and love others. But sometimes we can leave out that part where I actually say love your neighbor as you love yourself. Now, I want to be real clear. I want to always stay true to the text. This is not a third commandment, but rather a reminder that we should love ourselves in a healthy and balanced way. When you look at it like that, it sounds like self-care to me. But on the other hand, the Bible does say in Philippians chapter two, verses three through five. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. In other words, we shouldn't go overboard with self-love and self-care and end up being selfish. 
you know, only caring about our wants, our desires, our concerns and our needs. But we should have a healthy love for others. Now, let's let's get some working definitions going on. Now, self-care is defined as this, the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health. Now, related self-love is regard for one's own well-being. So let me say this. Self-care is not selfish. Now, I'm going to say it one more time for the people in the back, specifically people in the back pew. Amen. That self-care is not selfish. Now, when I take care of myself, I'm able to show up fully for my family to show up for you as I give you weekly podcasts and great content and to show up for the college students and the young adults that I have the pleasure of serving um, at church at my job. And so check this out. Self-care is actually one of the things that you cannot delegate to anybody else. I don't care where you are in the org chart at your job or in life. You cannot delegate self-care to others. You got to do it for yourself. And when you do it for yourself, this is nothing to feel uh, guilty about because I firmly believe that a healthy love for yourself will spring a healthy love for others. And now I want to get practical and just give you some examples of self-care and a lot of these things that I utilize myself. Now, of course, I'm going to start spiritual because remember the goal here at Real People Real Talk, let me remind you, is that I want to see you win. I want to see you thrive and excel spiritually, physically, financially, relationally, and mentally. And I want to equip and empower you to be all that God has called you to be. So the first building block of self-care, I want to talk about the spiritual part. Spending time with God as I read and study my Bible and converse with God through prayer is the ultimate form of self-care. Yeah, I kid you not. I feel like Superman when I get done praying and reading my word because I have just communed with the king of kings. It's in prayer and my time with God that I get a chance to connect with the king of the universe who I know as friend, who I know as father. It's in prayer that I'm, I'm able to lay down my burdens and just release them over to God. It's in studying God's word that my faith is it grows It is strengthened as every single time I turn the page, I see the faithfulness and the sovereignty of God. Now, hold on. Wait a minute. You probably thought, oh, he's talking about treat yourself. He's talking about uh, self-care. He about to talk about bubble baths and shopping sprees, huh? Now, nothing is wrong with that. No shade at all. That's cool. But real self-care begins with my relationship with Jesus. Now, I can do all of these other things that can be defined as self-care, But if I'm not right with Jesus, I will never be whole. Another avenue of self-care from a spiritual perspective includes finding my identity. I want to personalize this, finding my identity, my value and my worth in Christ and Christ alone. Listen, my friend, this would do wonders for you mentally and emotionally, because I will keep it 100 here. If we're not careful and we begin to aim and find our worth in temporary things, such as the amount of followers, the amount of downloads, or your looks, or your money, or your education. If we try to find our identity there, comparison can rear its ugly head, and it can have you feeling one of two ways. Number one, it can have you feeling inferior when you compare yourself to those that have, quote-unquote, more than you. Or on the other end, the prideful end, it can have you feeling superior and prideful to those that have, quote-unquote, less than you. Now, neither of these positions are good for you mentally, emotionally or even spiritually. So once again, true last and self-care begins with Jesus because you can't be whole 
And you can't be healthy when you don't know the healer, when you don't know the health giver, when you don't know your creator. I feel like preaching, but I won't. All right. Now, let's talk about self-care from a physical perspective. In other words, what does it look like to take care of our bodies, this temple that God has given us? And one of the ways that you can take care of your body is through rest. Yes. Learning to say no. Reducing your to do list. And just overall, in general, slowing down. We have to be very careful in this hustle and bustle grind culture of today that we don't neglect rest. Now, I won't get into a lot of the details here on the topic of rest because we did an episode a couple of months ago called Rest is Essential. I'm going to leave that link in the show notes. We took a deep dive into the topic of rest. I would encourage you to go and check that out as we talk about it from a spiritual and practical point of view. Now, other ways that we can practice self-care for our bodies include, you know, I had to say this exercise and proper nutrition. Now, I've learned this this week. We don't feel good to exercise, but when we exercise, we feel good. Listen, every single time I went to work out, this week, I did not want to go. But as soon as I got there and got like 10 minutes in and then endorphins started kicking in, I was glad that I went. And then by the end of the workout, I was so glad that I pressed through that initial dread of wanting to go work out. All right. I've never regretted a workout. OK, so once again, I won't do a deep dive here because I we did an episode about health called Health is Wealth. I did that at the top of the year, but it's still relevant. And I'm going to leave that link in the show notes as well. And like health is wealth and rest is essential. These two episodes are definitely worth checking out as we're talking about self-care and taking care of yourself mentally and emotionally. So now we talked about self-care from a spiritual point of view and a physical point of view. And now let's talk about it from a relational and social point of view, because today I'm going to give you a buffet of self-care ideas because I really want to see you win and thrive mentally and emotionally. OK, here's what it looked like for me as I do self-care relationally. I invest and I am intentional in my relationships. My wife, who we've, we've been married going on three years at the time of this recording, we still go on dates. The fact that we live in the fourth largest city, we love to explore and go on adventures and be tourists in our very own city. I FaceTime my parents and my family members several times a week and just enjoying them, praying with them. And then we're intentional by scheduling in dinner and hang out with friends. Uh, matter of fact, shout out to the Jones and shout out to the Velosis and shout out to the Shrothers as we had meals with them this month. And so all those things just kind of fill me up from a relational and social point of view. So you got to invest in your relationships because this life is not meant to be lived alone. Now, another form of self-care is what I call the fun factor. And it's going to give you some things that I do for fun. And hopefully um, it will spark some ideas that you can do for fun. You can take these or you can you can make them your own or add to it. So as mentioned earlier, we live in Houston. We love to explore the city. Um, recently we did the cistern tour, the underground cistern tour. Uh, we ate some Korean barbecue. We went to a Rockets game. Um, it was my first time going to a game since the pandemic, but it was also my first time going to a game when James Harden left. Wouldn't I recommend, but I digress. And we love to travel. So we're planning the East coast I 95 road trip over the summer. Um, podcasting that's fun for me being able to create and utilize my gift of speaking. I already mentioned basketball. I'm watching my favorite show. 
That's fun. I've been going through a little nostalgia and so watching some shows and cartoons from my childhood as well as some other shows during my college years and just really enjoying that. And speaking of the fun factor, before I move on, I just want to encourage you to be intentional with your joy. I want you to put things on the calendar, put them in your schedule that bring you joy and do it unapologetically. All right. Now, moving on to kind of emotionally and mentally. So one of the things I do, I see one of our pastors slash counselors on a monthly basis, about once every six weeks or so. And so I look at it as preventative. There's sometimes I go and I already know what I want to talk about. And there's other times I go because I just want to do some preventative measures so I can be in tip top shape emotionally and mentally. And sometimes I just need to vent and just let, you know, let stuff out and hear an objective voice, um, a voice of reason, a person that know the Lord and hear a voice. And so that's always good. Now, another thing I do and I try to incorporate on a weekly basis, primarily on Fridays, is to celebrate small wins. Oftentimes we can get to the end of the week and we realize that we didn't we didn't finish everything on our to do list and it would have us feeling less than and feel like we didn't measure up. But I want to give you permission to celebrate those small wins. If all you did was wake up and show up, hey, you celebrate that. I celebrate the fact that I'm able to release a weekly episode. And so when I get to the end of the week, I was like, all right, I showed up. I released a podcast. Uh, specifically this week, I celebrate the fact that I worked out over five times. Did I go every day? No, but I'm celebrating the fact that I went five times. So once again, just celebrating those small wins on the way to bigger victories. All right. Another thing that I like to do, particularly on Mondays, some people call it Blue Mondays, but I prefer to call it Blessed Mondays. And I want to be on the attack and take the initiative. So I practice gratitude and just name out different things that I'm grateful for. Lord, thank you for the wife that you have blessed me with. and I don't have to do life alone. Lord, thank you for my parents that every time we have a conversation, they're going to say they love me and they're going to pray for me and encourage me in some way. Lord, thank you uh, for the job that I have that are able to do ministry. It's, it's things like that. As I'm reminded of all the good things that God has blessed me with. And I, I don't even just stop there. And sometimes I would write out, Lord, thank you that I have a roof over my head. Let's not take that for granted. Lord, thank you that I have running water. And this is especially grateful for as we went to that snowstorm back in February. Lord, I thank you for the food that's on my table. And so practice gratitude. So another thing that I like to do is to declutter, clean and organize. I love taking something from disorder to order. And so I'll put on a good podcast and just get to cleaning or organize my closet or things like that. And I, that just brings me like a sense of peace and calmness. And so these are the things that I do personally. But now to that third thing that I promised you, that I was going to bring in some other um, people that talked about how they prioritize their, their self-care. I posted a question on Facebook and I asked specifically to my Facebook friends, what do you like to do for self-care? And here are the results. Hopefully you hear some new things and you will try them out for yourself. Um, a couple of my church members. Yes, Dina Hart said, pedicures with a hot stone massage. Now I've got a massage before, but I have yet to try the hot stone. And so I think I'm going to have to incorporate them to my self-care routine as I get them, you know, every blue moon or whatever. Uh, and then Tori Chase. Yes. She says workout and bubble baths, man, big facts here. I feel like baths are so underrated on Fridays. I like to take a bath with Epsom salt, turn out the lights, light a candle and just relax and breathe because oftentimes doing the hustle and the bustle of life and, you know, taking showers each day. I just don't get a chance to just be and be still and be in the moment and live in the now. Another church member, Stephanie Harris said long walks with good music, 
April Ott said massage and sauna. I got to get in the sauna. I like that. Marissa De Los Santos said creating. So that includes writing and painting and crocheting. It helps to keep my brain fresh and rejuvenated by taking time to stimulate it. Now, I haven't done this in a while myself, but I used to have a coloring book. I feel like it's somewhere in my dresser. Uh, I used to have a coloring book and I found that coloring was actually very relaxing and therapeutic. So I would encourage you to try that out. My cousin Khadija Wooden said reading, going to the nail salon and the facials. Okay, okay. Friend from college, Brianna Sessions Willis says nails, bubble baths, reading, journaling, movies, pre-COVID. Nice, nice. I love going to the movies. Another church member, my Texas mom, Andrew Barrett, said downtime, a good meal, movie with a spouse, while making a conscious choice not to do laundry, dishes, etc. And so I echo that, Andrew, that downtime is a must. Our bodies aren't meant to be in overdrive all the time. We need to develop healthy rhythms of rest, my dear friend. Another cousin, Olivia Mayberry, she said a major part of her personal self-care is knowing that not only does God love her, but he likes her. And I was like, wow, that's good. She, she took us back spiritual. Some more friends, Kim Jones said, coffee on my patio before everyone wakes up. I love that so much because my wife and I, we've been discussing like a future house purchase. And one thing that I have to have, it's a necessity, either a porch in the front or a patio in the back. Just so I can go out there, sit, drink my coffee and spend time with the Lord. I can't I can't wait to that. Another friend, Jessica Velo said pre-COVID, she would do live music. But lately, she's been hitting the gym as it helps her to get out of her head and let go of negative emotions. So keep that up, sis. I'm um, a friend that I know from seminary. Laura Wing said chocolate chips and a good TV show. I hear you. I hear you. Another church member, Heather Sanders Redman, said, honestly, laundry. It's self-care because I really struggle with it. So when I get loads washed, dry and folded and put away, especially in the same day, I feel like a rock star. And she also says, I love massages, spa days, sleeping in. But sometimes self-care is a clean bathtub. All of that is so relatable. When you're able to wash, dry, fold and put away in the same day, man, that's a huge win. My dear co-worker Brent Johnson, he said biking and building. So fellow podcaster Blake Johnson, who was the host of A Diary of a Mad Black Man, he said, listen to music. Work out, eat fruits and vegetables and cut nails and a facial. And then from Twitter, I had one person to respond on Twitter. Shout out to Audrey Burr's mental health advocate. She says she liked to color, to read, to hang out with friends. And she said music in all caps. Now, all of this was so good. And thank each and every one of you for participating and taking the time to share. And major shout out to y'all for taking care of yourselves and making the necessary adjustments during this COVID season. And so to you, as you can see from these examples that were given, self-care is very personal. And there are some things on this list that overlap, but none of these were identical. In other words, you have to find what works for you. You got to discover what fills your bucket, what brings you joy, and then put it on the calendar. Because once again, you cannot delegate self-care. Now, one thing that I observe as people was kind of responding is that I had 16 people to respond and only two of them were men. 
So I'm going to give you this shameless plug on this episode that we are releasing on June 2nd called Men to Health. In other words, it's going to be mental health, but then all caps would be M-E-N, so mental health. I gather a few brothers in Christ, and we're just going to have a conversation from a guy's perspective and just do what we can to break the stigma around men taking care of their mental health. And this actually works out perfectly. As you know, there's Father's Day in June, as well as June is recognized as Men's Health Month. Now, I know that I gave you a lot today, and this may be one of those episodes that you'll just have to listen to one more time and take notes because I don't I don't do this just to say, all right, you listen, I got the download. No, I do this because I really want you to thrive in all areas of your life. So if you have to listen again and incorporate these things into your life. Now, a shopping spree and a retail therapy is good, but if you're going into debt, and you're just being overly greedy and materialistic, then not good. Sleeping in and resting is great, but being lazy is not. Eating your favorite meal is good, but when you eat your favorite fast food meal every single day, not so good. Balance, my friend, balance. So once again, self-care, it is not selfish. Remember that health is holistic. Self-care, self-love is holistic and multifaceted. Spiritual, physical, emotional, mental, and relational. So be sure to take what you heard today, pray over it, apply it, um, develop your own personal self-care routine. In other words, treat yourself this week because self-care is the best care. Well, that's it, my friend. Be sure to share this episode with people that you care about and people that you want to see thrive mentally and emotionally. Don't be stingy. With this good content, all right? But thank you so much for tuning in today to Real People, Real Talk. And now I'm going to leave you with a snippet of a song called On My Grind by my brother in Christ, Lil Byron. And he was a guest on the show back in January. Um, and I want to leave that link in the show notes to where that was a super dope episode talking about creativity and answering God's call. And so this is the song that I listen to when I'm in like workout mode or really to get me in workout mode. I'm going to leave that link to his music in the show notes so you can check that out and and check this song out and more of his music. Now this week, treat yourself because self-care is the best care. Now till next time, go be all that God has called you to be. In the late nights in the studio cooking, writing up lyrics and picking up books and stacking that paper, man, I gotta cook. Some of y'all hating, cause y'all can't do what I do. I don't hear what you saying, cause I feel so blessed, I just be grinding, never ever stop, I'ma keep working till I reach the top, making them hit so I can be the one, you hear on the radio, turn it up, I'ma stay, on my grind, gotta stay, on my grind, I'ma stay, on my grind, gotta stay, on my grind, yeah, yeah.